This podcast is presented to you by Passion Church and their campus in Alexander City, Alabama. For more information, visit www.mypassion.church. I mean, it's good to see of you. Now, I know some of you are questioning why, and this is, I'm going to welcome you specifically to the second service. Amen. Uh, some of you are questioning why two services. Well, I can give you an answer from my perspective. God, you know, knew I needed a double dose of most of this stuff. And, uh, uh, and I've been claiming a double anointing, you know, all that kind of stuff, a doubling in my life. So this is where it starts. See, if you want double in your life, you better double up on your word. Now, why would I want to double up on the word? Well, you know, if there's if, if you're coming up short, If you're falling short of the glory of God, you might be missing the mark. You might take twice as much as you've been used to, to get you through. Amen. What if you get sick? You're going to have to work twice as hard at being well than when just keeping well. Moving right along. What if, you, what if you're uh, broke, busted, and disgusted? You would probably have to work twice as hard at being prospered. Profitable. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. You know, I mean, it's not that hard. You know, in second grade, I learned two plus two. Equal four. Every time. Praise the Lord. Everybody want to... I believe that we should make everything plain, make it simple. Uh, Say more. More. Is more. Don't settle for less now. Not when more is available to you. Are you taking advantage of even what's being offered thus far? Taking full advantage of what's being offered thus far. You might have to work at that a little bit. Everybody say W-O-R-K. See, pastors are this way. You know, they have to live with us. And if you've got ticks and fleas, I'm going to know about it. And how are you going to know about it? Because it gets on me. When I get near you, ticks and fleas jump on me. So my job is to oint you real good. Pull you up close with the staff and say, Come here, you little flea ticky thing, you. Now, that we, I mean, we got to do this together. Let's not have the stuff that we don't need. Sucking the life out of you. Amen. It's the reason why a lot of folks, you know, they... They just come and they go and they pop in and pop out because, uh, you know, pastors are this way. Mm-hmm. Amen. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you need pastors. Yes, they Jesus knew that. He called himself. I thank, he, I thank God he never called himself the, uh, you know, the good apostle, though he was. Mm-hmm. Never called himself the good prophet, though he was. Never called himself the good evangelist, though he was. But he did call himself the good shepherd. Because God is personal. God is practical. God is so every day. Because he doesn't believe in just dropping you on the ground and leaving you in your own uh, way to make it somehow. He intends to carry the lambs in his arms. He intends to nurture and feed his sheep. I like, I like one, uh, I was reading in uh, 
um, Micah, actually. And it, and it, uh, uh, and it says that, that the Lord is a good shepherd. It said he'll carry the little lambs, hugging them closely. It says while leading, uh, uh, while leading the, uh, uh, the nursing uh, ewes. Into greener pastures. Amen. That's a wonderful picture yes, uh, of the Lord. Amen. I'm glad that God is, that Jesus absolutely has, has been uh, a sent one and an apostle in my life. Amen. There have been times I thank God for the voice yes. of the prophet. Yes, Amen. The prophet. Amen. I thank God that, that, you know, that he searched me out. He was the evangelist. That, that searched me out and brought me uh, to the cross. Amen. But I thank God, I'll tell you what, in this journey of 30-something years uh, with the Lord, uh, I have needed the Good Shepherd. I have needed the Good Shepherd on an everyday basis in my life, week to week, month to month, and year to year. I thank you, He has kept me. He didn't just get me, He can keep me. Amen. Praise the Lord. So, let's look over here at Luke, the second chapter, in the 8th through the 14th verse. It says in Message Bible, There were sheep herders camping in the neighborhood. They had set night watches over their sheep, and suddenly God's angels stood among them, and God's glory blazed around them, and they were terrified. The angel said, Don't be afraid, I'm here to announce a great and joyful event that is meant for everybody worldwide. A Savior has just been born in David's town. A Savior who is Messiah and Master. This is what you're to look for. A baby wrapped in a blanket and lying in a manger. At once the angel was joined by a huge angelic choir singing God's praises. Glory to God in the heavenly heights and peace to all men and women on earth. Who please Him. Father, we thank You for Your Word. We thank You for the unfolding and the revealing and the light of understanding of Your Word given to us by Your goodness, Your grace, and Your mercy through the Spirit of God. And we give You, Holy Spirit, permission in our lives. Show us and tell us of the things that belong to the Master. And we'll give you all the praise and glory and honor for it, Father, in Jesus' name. You know, I take particular personal joy out of this as a shepherd, that shepherds still get to get in on what God's doing. And sometimes we're the first to know. Amen. You know, God will show your pastor things that he'll not show you. In order, the pastor is to prepare you and to prepare those things for you to hear those things. Are you listening? Amen. Uh, and prepare you uh, uh, and to prepare those things so that they can be heard by you. Glory. That's Amen. the purpose Amen. of a shepherd. Now, uh, and God chose shepherds in this instance, amen, uh, uh, to uh, uh, announce the birth of His Son, Jesus. You know, the Christmas season is a time uh, to acknowledge and to appreciate the birth of Jesus Christ, God's greatest gift. And it is cause for pause. I like that phrase. Everyone say, cause for pause. It's a, uh, it's a shalom silah. It's a peace be still and calmly think about that. Yet the very season that God announced peace to all and God's goodwill toward man 
many lack peace. The peace that God gives in Jesus. You know, I believe this is because peace comes when Jesus comes. Peace comes and begins with a birth announcement. The birth of Jesus as Savior, as Redeemer. And peace comes also with the new birth. Or the acceptance of Jesus coming into the heart and into the life. Peace comes with a relationship with Jesus. Person, that's personal, practical, before it's powerful. It's available to all. But I'll, I'll tell you, it's rejected by some. Sometimes it seems like by many. Um, but... It's available to all, and it is accepted by those who would, as this scripture says, please God. Now, how does one please God? That would seem like an impossibility, wouldn't it? How can, how can, and so many people don't even try. You know, here's one of the greatest lies that there is, and this perpetuates in our, in our, in our lives, in our thinking. It affects our believing It's one of the reasons why we need to renew our mind is so our believing can be not only strengthened but also expanded. There's a transformation in your life, the translation of this new birth experience and the new life realities in our life is through the renewing of the mind. We need to go to school. We need to be trained. The greatest, uh, uh, one of the greatest uh, things naturally uh, is an education. We're rewarded for being educated. It's a tremendous blessing to, uh, uh, you know, uh, to uh, be educated uh, in uh, scholastic terms. Amen. Amen. Um, Amen. But we also need to be trained spiritually. Yes. We need to be discipled or disciplined to the training uh, of the Lord of how to live life well. How to live life right. Right being simply, it works well for us. It works. And it's good. It's greater than anything that we could ever do for ourselves. We have to be trained in that. This new life, there must be training just like in the, in the, the natural life. There must be training. That's all inclusive. Isn't that right? Our believings, our thinkings, our actions, our attitudes, same thing spiritually. How is it that we give and pay pay such great sums of money and exert huge amounts of effort and time uh, towards educating, you know, ourselves just in in, in a scholastic or a vocational, natural uh, setting in life? And neglect so great a salvation. Neglect the offer uh, to be trained by God, taught by God. Because I'm of the firm equation that, uh, and conviction that this is, this is how things work. Is that first uh, uh, God and the spirituals and then those things speak to uh, the naturals and the naturals line up with the spirituals. Amen. That's found in Genesis, the very first chapter. Amen. The order of all things forever. Amen. We would do well to understand those fundamentals. Perhaps you and I 
need to revisit the phonics of Philippians and James and John and Matthew. Get the basics once again that God is our life. That it began with Jesus, it's it's centered in Jesus, and it will all end in Jesus. Amen. Now, how does one please God? It would seem impossible to please God, but the Bible says this in Hebrews 11 chapter, the 6th verse, it says, It is impossible to please God apart from faith. So then we could flip that and say, But with faith and by faith, it is possible to please God. God is pleased when I... Now listen, when I engage and I endeavor... uh, to live the life of faith. To allow Jesus to author and to develop and to bring a completion and, and finishing. Uh, to grow to full maturity in Him uh, in the life of faith. Look at your neighbor and just say, I'm not being mean. I'm just asking you a question. How's your faith life? See, because how does faith come? It comes by hearing. You can't hear unless you be listening. Are you listening? You can't listen listen and hear unless you have a teacher. Hmm? So you've got to be in the presence and proximity of the teacher in order to listen and to hear so faith can come. Hmm? We could put it this way. Come to faith. See, when it's being taught, so you can hear it and listen, and the Lord can develop your faith life. Amen. Tell your neighbor, you're going to need your faith now. You're going to need faith in God. I mean, you just ain't going to get to the shouting while you're doubting. If it's all over but the shouting and you're still doubting, you ain't, going, you ain't in the... It's all over. Amen. It's already been done. See, Now... It says, because, it says, and why? Because anyone who wants to approach God must believe that He exists. One translation says that He is. Now, is is an open statement. It's, 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 it's present here, now. Uh, but it also is as He is everything, anything you'll ever need. Yes. Amen. He is that. Yes. Whatever it is, He is that. He is good. He is the source of all good. And He will train us. He is training us in His goodness. Is it a good thing to have a Bible? To know uh, what God has said? Is it a good thing to have a church where they're preaching what God is saying out of what God has said? Is it a good thing? That God has placed within drivable distance and within availability to your and my life. Are you hearing? An outpost of the kingdom of God where you can come and sit at His feet and hear a thing that will change your life. And if you'll live a changed life, you can, li- you can help others that want change in their life. Praise God. All right. It says, believe that He exists, that He is, and that He cares enough to respond. To those that seek Him. 
Now, Jesus said it best, in this world and in this life, there will be, and you and I will experience difficulties. And that's translated into trouble. In this world, we'll have trouble. Now, listen, the greatest trouble in this life is to be separated from God, living life without God. I'll I'll back that up again. Really, the greatest difficulty is to be living that kind of a life and not even be aware that it doesn't even matter. Not talking to the unbeliever, talking to the believer. A lot of times we live life like it, it doesn't matter whether I'm with God or, or without God. I'll call you when I have trouble. Why do we have to wait, uh, you know, uh, until, every, until we have messed everything up so bad, now only God can fix it, now I need you. And see, remember, Jesus is the guy that says his... his his winnowing fork is in his hand. The axe is in his hand. And he ain't going to just put a Band-Aid on stuff. He's going to chop down to the root of the fruit. Because sometimes we just, you know, we, we're always, Lord, fix the fruit. And God says, hey, you really want that? I mean, we're going to have to dig a little deeper than just you're in trouble again. Why are you in trouble? Well, here's what the Bible says. In this world, you have trouble. So if you're a believer in this world, listen, and you're in trouble, it's because you're in this world and of this world. I'm going to preach real good whether you know it or not here. Now, you didn't come here for everything to just, you know, oh, everything's okay. You and I are just lovely. Listen, we're not all okay, and we're not just lovely. It ain't all wrong, but it ain't all right. Now, listen, I have a vision. That I believe that Jesus, the, the vision that He talked about peace and goodwill on us, that God's will is good, and that there's a greater measure of goodness that God wants to bring into all of our lives. Are you hearing? But there's a requirement in order to receive that reward. There's going to be a little different level of seeking to find the God who is personally present. That when people drive by this property or anybody comes into this house, that immediately God is who He is in their life. You get in His presence and you experience His power. Are you hearing? Period. That's a, that, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm not wishing for, uh, you know, someday, somehow. I believe that we're in the day today, if we won't harden our hearts but hearken diligently unto His voice to seek His face, we will enjoy His presence and His power and God will do things that are so outrageous, so outstanding, so beyond the scope of human reasoning that it's just simply a revealing of who He is and everybody say, I'll tell you one thing, that was God. Yes, amen. That was God when they, I know them from before and they went in and they came in so Something happened to them. Oh, come on. I'll tell you what. Now, God happened to them. But we're not going to get there with us being... You can fill in the blanks. Let's move forward. The greatest trouble is to be separated from God, living life without God. To be without God is to be without true peace. Now, Jesus... The scripture, the Bible describes Jesus as God's gift to us, specifically in in Isaiah 9 chapter. I love this portion of scripture. For a child has been born for us. The gift of a son for us. He'll take over the running of the world. 
His names will be Amazing Counselor, Strong God, Eternal Father, Prince of Wholeness, one translation, Prince of Peace. Peace and wholeness are linked together and separately from the Scriptures. Psalms 85 says, He shall speak peace to His people. Isaiah 66 uh, chapter says, I will extend peace like a river to her. I'll pour robust well-being into her like a river. Now, even here, we can see Jesus speaking peace, uh, speaking words from His words, pouring His Spirit. And there's a revelation. Listen, could you have peace if... If this is literally translated, he's taking over. He's running the world. His ruling authority is growing. And there's no limit to the wholeness and the peace that he brings. Let's bring this down a little bit personal. Can I have peace if I say, he's taking over my life? Can I have more peace in my life when I say, he's running the world. He's running my world. He's in control of me. Amen. His ruling authority is growing in me and through me. He's in control. And I'm more in control. The devil's not just running roughshod. They're not, my life's not out of control. Anybody can drive. Some of you feel like you've been hijacked. Listen, you know, take your sword and stick the dodo bird in the side. He'll stop the car. Well, I might have a wreck. You're going to have a wreck anyway if you let the devil drive. Stick him real good. And tell him, pull over. Let me off. Let me out. I want to have some order. Some control. You are meant to have dominion. The end of the blessing of God in your life. Be fruitful. Be increasing in your fruitfulness. And in increasing in your fruitfulness... Take over. Are you listening? Fill the whole world. Fill your world. With what? The blessing of God. And have dominion. Be in control. Master yourself. And then master the world that I put you in. Come on now. This is not kiddie pool stuff now. You can't. We ain't passing out crayons and coloring books today. That's somewhere else. You need to get saved to rededicate your life 14,000 times. Are you listening? Want to trade that in? Learn how to, how, how to spell? How to, how to print? How to work on the computer? I mean, how to have a... Yeah. Are you listening? Yeah. Want to trade that in for something better? Yes. It's better that you grow up. It's better that you hear strong stuff from a strong God so you can have a strong life. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Amen? Otherwise, go somewhere where their faith is weak and you'll be weak. Yeah. And you'll get off this planet early. That's right. Hmm? But I intend to stay the, the uh, time frame of my full assignment. Hallelujah. And make a difference. That the day I go home to be with the Lord, the devil goes, Whoo, I'll tell you what now. We tried everything. I mean, I'm glad that boy's gone. I'll go, and I'm going to tell him, you know, I'll see you later, Jack. I'm coming back with him. And we're going, <laughs> and then you're the one that we ain't going to see no more. Amen. How can you say stuff like that? Well, you should be saying stuff like that instead of, I'm so sick. I'm so poor. 
I'm so down. I'm so this. And so pitiful. Amen. I ought to get you. you. Listen, the only way to get you out of your pitiful is to put some powerful on you. Well, I can't stand it. I can't stand it. I just stop covering up your ears. All right, get somewhere where you can't stand it. You've got more in you than that if you've got God in you. And if you don't got God in you, we'll put God in you. You need to get God in you. Amen. You need to get some good God get going in you. Uh, enough is enough. We've been here too long. I'm going to come on up a little bit in my believings and my receivings. Hallelujah. My whole life is at stake. And then my whole life is going to serve God. Amen. There's a reason why it says 120 on your speedometer. So you can go there. You understand? If you need to go there, you can go there. You better have something more than two squirrels and a chipmunk in reserve underneath your hood. (laughs) Why does he say stuff like that? I really don't know. I pray. I try to obey. Sometimes I say, God, why do we have to say stuff like that? Amen. (laughs) You, You fill in the blanks. Anyhow... Is he just trying to be a smarty aleck? No, we're trying to get beyond where we've always been. Jesus didn't come to give you peace about your pitiful. Peace about how things were. Jesus came to change the world. He has been given a gift to us. Amen. That God says, I'm not going to. He goes, he's going to take over. He's going to rule the whole thing. His dominion is going to spread. And there's no limit to His government and control of everything. I sent Him to take over. For us. You know, I'll tell you, Sandy and I go back for it. You know, we, our conversations are not the same as they were when we were, you know, back where we were even a year ago. You know. I mean, she, you know, she challenges me and I challenge her. There are things now where, you know, both of us, it's like, say something and go, what does that mean? This is the sign language for it. If you want it to change, you take your tongue, honey, and you change it. That's the rudder. You change the thing. But we're not going to talk like that. We're not going to live like that. We're not there no more. We're... Uh, our words are powerful. They're more powerful in our life. We're aware of their, of their power. Amen? And now, can you have more peace when you are more in control? Praise the Lord. You know, peace comes when we know God's purpose. And when we know God's plans. And when we know God's got this. When... We know God's goodwill because God is only good. God is the source of all good. And, and God trains us in His goodness. When we know God's way, see Jesus as the truth, the way, and the life. Hallelujah. God's way for us and God's paths for us. God's paths are paths of righteousness, right roads. Paths of mercy, undeserved favor. Paths of fatness and abundance, His goodness. Paths of peace that lead to wholeness. Let me encourage you to keep on God's path. 
be willing to be in the process to make progress in the journey from here to eternity in our walk and your walk with God. Psalm says, you will show me the path of life. God's path is the path to life. It says in another place in Psalms, teach me your way, O Lord, and lead me in a plain path because of my enemies. Now, here's the thing about uh, about God. Uh, You know, God is the truth of life, but the enemy is a fact in life. And he, you're going to have to factor him. uh, I don't want to factor him in. I really want to kind of factor him out. But I can only do that by knowing the truth and God's way. Now, Now, he specifically linked, God, lead me, show me, teach me your way because my enemy is going to take advantage of me. Are you listening? If I don't know your will and your way for my life. That's how the devil takes advantage. My people perish for a lack of, of knowledge. Now, around here, now listen. You know, I mean, you're going to school at a whole different level. Now, we're going to carry the little lambs, you understand, and hug them close. All right? But even over here, we're not going to teach these kids. These kids over here are going to learn that their words have power. They're going to learn that Jesus is their Savior. That they need Jesus in their heart. They're going to learn the Holy Spirit will fill them. They're going to learn. I I was thinking about today. I thought, you know, God, oh, I wish. How I I long. I can't do anything about that. I was 23 years old when I got saved. What would my life be like if I had known these things? When I'm reading the Word of God, my my heart cried. I said, what would my life be like? Well, I can't change mine, but I can help change theirs. But you can't just tell them. You've got to show them. You lead by word and example. I mean, you can't lead somebody else if you're not being led yourself into more by God. If you're not increasing, you can't help anybody else increase. If you're not growing, you can't help anybody else grow. And the purpose is that His ruling authority would grow. And the result would be no limit to the wholeness that He brings. Hallelujah. In and through all of our lives. Amen. I would, I, I would go to a church like this, even if I didn't pastor it. I want to go somewhere. Tell me something I can do. Tell me something that will work. Tell me something that will make me more than I was when I came in that door. Give me something that I could go out and stand for God and stand toe to toe and hack my way forward. Give me something to work with. Show me. Tell me something that works. Don't leave me pitiful. I've had enough of that. Show me how. Tell me how. Give me some power for my life. Preach me the word of the living God. Don't tell me what he has said and it don't apply to me today. Give me something that God is saying right now that I can take out there to the highway and the byway. I can hold my head up. I can march like a soldier to the hardships. Give me something that will help me to triumph in the trouble of my life. I would go to a church like this if I didn't pastor this church. Amen. I'm telling you the truth. I mean, it came a while where the milk wouldn't do me no more. I had to have something more. And I had to have more of the more. Some of you are settling for so much less. I challenge you. The new year. Give God 
a gift back. Give him the greatest Christmas. Give him you. Give him more of you than you've ever given before. Be more. Have more. Do more for Jesus. Have a shining life. Amen. I mean, get plugged in and plugged up and let's get some power running through you so you light up like a light bulb. Amen. Not just some little old thing. I mean, glory to God. Let's get you off the grid. Get you unplugged from the world. Get you. The sun is the source of your power. Amen. Yeah. Unlimited. Yeah. I mean, you just glowing in the dark for Jesus wherever you are. A shining light. Glory to God. This is what happened here. I'm telling you, I don't know where everybody else was, but those shepherds suddenly, I mean, there were, the sky was filled. I mean, things lit up and I mean, they were afraid. They weren't afraid because things were normal. It was a the event of everything. God had entered. The atmosphere of this earth, him own self in the seed form. But he knew he wasn't fooled by a little baby. He goes, this is the sign. He goes, it's just a little thing right now. But I'm going to grow him up. And I'm going to put my spirit in him. And I'm going to train him. And I'm going to teach him. And at the right time, just the right time, I'm going to have him step onto the world stage. And I'm going to change everything and everyone with with him. Hallelujah. See in your goodness, the Lord, train us in the truth of peace, the way of peace and the life of peace. Jesus said in John 14, he said, I'm leaving you whole and well. That's my parting gift to you. Now he was talking to his disciples. My parting gift to you is peace. He entered with an announcement of peace and he left. With an announcement of peace. He said, my parting gift to you is peace. He said, not just any peace, but my peace. And that was peace with God. And it was, and it was to be exercised. The whole life that God has available to us. He said, peace I leave with you. My peace I give it. I bequeath it not as the world gives. Under conditions and temporary. Because all the world can give is just temporary. It has strings attached to it. It's temporary. He said, but I'm going to give you something that's eternal. It's forever. And all the strings that are attached to it is this one thing. Just believe it and receive it. Just believe what I'm telling you and receive what I have, what I have for you. And he said, don't let your hearts be troubled by the troublings of this world. Listen, accept Jesus as your Prince of Peace. Believe and receive Him as God's gift to you. Believe and receive this Christmas His gift. By faith, believe and enter into uh, the life of peace. His gift of peace and the life of peace. The life that God has put it all together for you. He packaged your whole life. Everybody say my whole life. My whole life. Now separate that word out. My whole life. There's a life that God has planned and purposed and packaged and He called it your whole life. Where there's nothing missing. Yes. There's nothing broken. Are you listening? And it's not that all you little duckies in a row and you have everything you want under the Christmas tree, you know, and all of that, that our hopes and sights are set on that. No, it's on the inside. Yes. I have faith in the living God. Yes. 
He's inside of me. He's for me. Wherever I go, He goes with me. Whatever I'm facing, He's facing that with me. And I may not be enough, but I got Him and He's got me. And I can face anything. I'm more than a conqueror because He lives on the inside of me. And He don't live pitiful, honey. He lives powerfully. It's very personal. It's very practical. It gets me up in the morning and sets me on my face in front of Him every day. It gets me in that Bible every day. It gets me searching for treasure, hidden treasure in the words of the wise, the wisdom, the great depth of the wisdom of God. Hallelujah. Then I go out and it translates into doables. What I can do with what I do have. I'm going to make it serve God today. I'm going to make it praise God today. I'm going to make it glorify God today. I'm not going to waste a breath, waste a step, waste an opportunity. I'm alive, alive. My Lord. Lord Jesus, help us. Amen. What a... Do you know you can have the best Christmas you ever had without God ever spending a dime on you, but giving you stuff, putting stuff on the inside of you by out of what He says to you, authoring a faith, things that He can do without moving any money whatsoever. Matter of fact, beyond money. More precious than money. Lord, have mercy. Glory to God. Pastor Ron's going to come. You realize this, that He put it all together for you. He packaged your whole life. This robust well-being, all is well life. And when God the Father gave us Jesus, He, together with Jesus, gave us all things. And what would those all things be? All things God. All things good. I don't want anything in my life that's not all God. Amen. I've had cars that were all Bruce. And paid the bill. And bummed a ride while it sat in the driveway. Bruce had to pay for Bruce. But then I had the good, the good cars that God gave me. And they run and run and run and run. And you get in them. You know, when, if you've ever walked before, you're so grateful to ride. Some of you don't know what I'm talking about. You're crying because you ain't got a Mercedes. Honey, I take a go-kart when I've walked before. It's like, Lord, send a pony by. I'll ride in a go-kart. Jesus, send a chicken if I can get on his back. I don't want to walk no more. <laughs> ride in a car. You go down to the Lord and say, I gave you that. And it's just right for you. Amen. She likes power windows that break. And you love roll downs. And I roll my window. Down. Thank you for my roll down window, Jesus. Thank you. My roll down window went 235,000 miles. And it's still rolling down, Jesus. Thank you for my roll down window. And I know that she, you made her fancy Dan and me plain Jane. And she loves to hit a button with a pinky and locks you in. You can't even roll your own window down with your own button when she hits that button. Because she loved to be in dominion and control. But Lord, thank you that on my side and in my truck. Are you listening? Thank you in my truck that you have to push the button down. And it's still unlocked with a key and alarm don't go. Thank you, Lord, that you bless her. But thank you, Lord, that you bless me. Amen. Hallelujah. It's a good ride. It's just right. It's just what I want. It's just what you desired for me because you put your desires in me. I'm talking about everything. You get in your car and God's there. God gave you it. 
God rides with you. God talks with you. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. I told Kim to order me some speakers. I told him there weren't no hurry. So I guess he took me literally. I told him I wanted to pay for them. And I said, but, you know, I need God to speak a little louder to me, Kim. You understand what I'm saying, son? Amen. Only down to one speaker. Well, that's all right. You have to listen close, don't you? Amen. Because, you know, even though it's a good car, it got to be better to have two speakers in it. Walk on, go down and take the key and unlock a, unlock a gate that, that opens up doing a large wealthy place that God gave me. Amen. I mean, get a message on my cell phone that says, where are you, baby love? A sugar booger, whatever. I don't know what she called me anymore. She called me all kinds. Of, some of it, I won't say what she called me anyway. I told her, I said, don't put that on the, the government. You understand? If they ever get a hold of this thing, I'm going to jail or you are. One of us is. You don't say stuff like that on the phone. <laughs> That'll help some of you married folks or some of you that want to be married. We've been together almost 40 years. She's still crazy about me. She still makes my face. You know, I, you know, sometimes I think the pigs go, why are you red? Because she sent me some kind of message on her. <laughs> Your whole life, everywhere you turn, God, filled with God, filled with goodness. Filled with grace, filled with blessing. Amen. Filled with with just God. All things new. New things. Old things are gone. Now I'm chasing the new things. God has new things in front of us. Oh, it's wonderful to have an expectation for the new. Something you've never known, something you've never experienced. Things that make for peace. Things that add to and contribute and make for wholeness. One peace and another peace. God will speak peace. God speaking peace on Sunday mornings twice. God speaking peace on Monday mornings. Are you listening? If you'll meet with Him. God speaking peace on Tuesday. God speaking peace on Wednesday nights. Peace to His people. Don't come up with something missing and something broken. Don't have low spots in the wall where the devil comes in and he steals your peace by making you sick. Putting sickness and disease on you. By making you, stealing your money. Robs your financial uh, peace. Are you hearing? Are you listening? If somebody says something sideways to you, you know. I tell you, every day I live, this woman says stuff sideways to me. Every day. And I do too. We offend. We're not perfect. We offend sometimes with the tongue. Still. Still have misunderstandings. Amen. We did the other day. And I, finally, I grabbed her and I said, stand up for a minute. I mean, we were fussing. It had gotten. I mean, she had raised her voice. <laughs> And I knew I was out of shape for that. I, I said, Lord, I can't deal with that woman you give me. So I, I grabbed a hold of her. I said, well, she'll buy stuff. And she was just, I mean, she had said some stuff. And I'd said some things too. So finally I grabbed her. I go, hello, my name is Bruce Whitehill. I'm your husband. I love you. 
And I'm sorry. I said, now, Sandy, I said, say you sorry. And she started to laugh because we knew we'd let the devil get in between us. If you got the devil in between you and your woman, boys, amen. Tell us, hello, I'm your husband. I love you. I'm for you. We ain't going to let the devil in here now. See, you can't stay mad. You can't stay mad at me here now. You be mad at me. I'm on you like, well, I'm on you, girl. I'm staying no more ugly. I'm sorry for my ugly. Now listen, you have to do stuff like that. But you can't do that unless you have peace in your heart. Oh, Brian went down her dunk Now you don't. Now see, there's a wise man. He's a doer of the word. I'll tell you, God does marriage better. God does kids and grandkids better. God does money better. God does church better. God does life better. God does work better. God does everything better. And He would help you. He would train you. He would tell you. He would show you. He would speak peace to you. If you'll just listen. you just make yourself better. He will hug you up and say, Come here, what's the matter with you? I'm Jesus, and I love you, and I'm so for you today. Don't you listen to the devil's lie. Come here and let me heal you. Come here and let me bless you. Come here and let me speak. It's going to be okay. I got this. You might not have any money in your pocket, but you know what? I got plenty in mine. My pockets are so deep. Yeah. What you want, baby? What you what you yeah. want? Come here. What you want? Everybody raise up. All the husbands raise up their hands right now. Say, make me like Jesus. All the women say, what you talking about? Good God. I believe he is a good God. I believe he is only good. And He is the source. He's my source of goodness. All goodness. I'm not lying when I say it's all good. Everything is working together. You mean even the bad stuff, honey? All of it's working together. Our God ain't done. Come on now. Somebody in this place. Listen, I'm going to tell you what now. The devil has tried to pull some bad on you. But we're going to let God speak peace to us right now. See, I believe that that what the devil has meant for evil, even the bad that got right now, it's working together. See, I can honestly from the truth say, you know what? God ain't done working yet. God can use this. God's going to use this. I would tell the devil, I said, you better watch out now because you know I'm going to tell it. You you dig in such a hole, I'm going to tell on you. Well, God turned this thing around. You know, God got me talking to some stuff. You got to talk to your stuff now. You got to say something. You want your life to change. You're going to have to get a hold of the rudder. Get a hold of it. If you can't say nothing more than this, I'll tell you God's still working. God's going to work through this. God's using this. God's changing me and God's changing everything. This ain't over yet. It's just getting started good right now. I tell the devil, honey, 
If you don't want to lose a good one, you better watch out. You better not. If you're fool enough to, I'm, I'm game. We'll go. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> I'm not being mean, but Sandy said, you know, she said, and I know we got folks dealing with sickness and disease and all that kind of stuff. Now listen to me. But I'm going to tell you what. It's like the oxygen mask that drops down from the thing, you know. The first thing I said, I said, I'm not having it. Amen. I ain't going to have it. You know, and the devil come and go, well, what if you get it? I said, I'm not having it. Are you hearing? I'm not going to have it. Listen, because of spiritual things, but also the thing I'm going to do what I do natural. All right. You got to get the right amount of rest. You got to eat properly. You can't allow stress and all this other kind of stuff in your life. Those things affect your physical health as well. Am I preaching too good for you right now? How many of you need a healing in your body? Stand up. God's going to be good to you. Merciful. Helpful to you. Amen. How many of you need some healings in your relationships? How many of you, you know, some of you got help right there. You need to go home, hug mama up. You can't do it in public. You better learn. You know, sometimes Sandy goes, shoot, Lino, we're right where it's traffic like, for God's sake. I'm driving the car. People are there. She goes, kiss me right now. I go, what in the world for, girl? I'm driving the car. She goes, kiss me right now. If you love me, kiss me. In public? You know they're that way, don't you, boys? I need more than a holy grunt now here. Come on, be men. Am I right? Am I right about it, boys? Say amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Amen. Yeah. Glory be to God. Listen, we're going to display publicly Jesus there was a great announcement. I'm, a, I'm here to announce peace and God's goodwill to you this day. Amen. God's got such a Christmas plan for you. Boy, He's given you Jesus in a bigger measure. Amen. You go look under God's Christmas tree this year and you go, that big package over there in the corner, that's yours. Well, how big's your package going to be, Pastor? Bigger than I've ever seen before. It's going to be big. Listen, my package is so big, it's going to have a doorknob on it. I'm going to open up it and walk on into it. Amen. You may not see me till after the 21 day fast. Understand it? Where'd Pastor go? He's in his Christmas present. He's walking in the glory of God. He's with God. Amen. I need you to come up a little higher with me. How many of you are ready for more? Don't feel bad about more. We're all done with less, ain't we? Glory to God. Father, I thank you. Fix, bless, <laughs> replace, repair, renew, change everything in these people's lives because everything has changed. Lord, you're so good. You, you want so much to do. Lord, when we couldn't get to you, you came to us. That's the message of Jesus. God, come to us right where we are. I declare health and life and healing. 
over people's physical bodies. I speak life into those broken and damaged and shattered and decimated relationships. I thank you, Father. We're not going to give the devil any place in our emotions, in our feelings, in our understandings. But I thank you, Lord, that there are going to be uh, reconciliations. Somebody needs to hear this today now. Listen now. We've been given the ministry of reconciliation. The first reconciliation is to God. Now folks fussing and fighting with one another is because they are not right with God. Father, we speak of reconciliation. We minister reconciliation right now. Into families, into marriages, into, into relationships within those families. Even on jobs and things. Lord, we speak reconciliation right now. Right now, things being made right. Things being made right. Hearts being softened. Hearts being tenderized. Hearts being sensitized to the will and the way of God. The love of God. The love of God. The love of God will never fail. I declare the unfailing, unending uh, love of God. Shed abroad in hearts. Shed abroad in hearts right now in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I thank you, Lord. There's an expectation of better in people's lives. I thank you, Lord, that you're going to make this the Christmas of Christmases in the year among years. I thank you for a gifting in their lives like they've never known before. Like they've never known before. Giftings. Now, some of you, listen, you have trouble with your believings and your receivings where gifts are concerned. Listen to me now. God just wants to be good to you. Because He loves you. Accept that. It doesn't matter. Undeserved favor. Undeserved. God favors you. God is favoring you. Amen. God wants to do good things for you. Right now. Starting right now. Amen. New things. Good things. Better things. In Jesus' name. Just believe that. Some of you need to, need to quit trying to work everything out on your own. Listen, let God decide. He already has decided what's the highest for your life. Let Him, let just say, Lord, I'm going to believe. You You know when God says, I want to do something, I've got something very special for you, uh, someone very special for you, just say, all right, Lord, you decide. He'll go, tell me what you want. It's like, I want what you've already decided. Just do it, Lord. Amen. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. We hope you've enjoyed it and pray that you are blessed by God's Word. For more information about Passion Church, visit www.mypassion.church.